We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app america faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius Americans across the country shut down Democrats' push to defund the police. From New York to Seattle, voters in large Democrat-run cities picked candidates who've vowed to bring back law and order. Brian Yannis is live in New York City, where the new mayor is part of the rebuke. Hi, Brian. Dana, homicides in cities nationwide increased by 30% in 2020, the largest one-year spike in killings ever. According to the FBI, public safety became a number one issue for voters who responded this week by rejecting defunding the police and electing pro-cop candidates. Democrat Eric Adams, a retired police captain, easily won New York City's mayoral race. Adams campaigned on crime fighting, bringing back plainclothes anti-gun police units and cracking down on gangs. In Buffalo, New York, Democratic incumbent Mayor Byron Brown was not even on the ballot, but still managed to win by defeating India Walton, a self-declared Democratic Socialist, Walton ran on defunding the Buffalo Police Department. Voters responded by writing in Brown's name and electing him instead. In Minneapolis, where the defund the police movement began after George Floyd's death, voters Tuesday rejected a proposal to abolish the police department amid a crime surge and slow police response times. In Atlanta, the mayoral race will be a runoff between two Democrats promising to increase the number of police officers. And in Seattle, the progressive mayoral candidate who voted last year to cut the city's police budget in half lost by 30 points. 47% of Americans want to increase funding for police compared to just 15% who want to decrease funding. Dana? The Democrats' answer to all this? The Washington Post best described their takeaway. It's exactly what listeners to this podcast suspected it would be. That the reason they were defeated is not because they'd screwed up in any way. It's because of misinformation. Specifically the fact that this misinformation is allowed to move, they write, directly through their news outlets. Which news outlets? The few Republicans are still allowed to have. I did a podcast on it on October 28th called The Catalyst about how all the big media outlets are banding together to censor you from publishing what they consider to be misinformation at the point of publication. So it'll never make a text. It'll never be published online. You will never be able to send it anywhere. That's the plan. And that's what they took away from this, that they haven't gotten far enough, fast enough. That's what the Washington Post is saying with their censorship. And they better hurry because when people get 
real news, even around the fringes. They don't get the full wallop like you do from talk radio or this podcast. They freak out. Two unbelievable things just happened. The first clue yesterday of the horror the Democrats were facing was when the hashtag white women was trending yesterday. So I wanted to know what the freakout was over. They'd already unloaded it in the Daily Beast. A full 15-point swing in Virginia. Women who had voted for Biden, 15 full percentage points worth of women, swung to vote for Youngkin. They weren't alone. For the first time in a statewide race in modern history, Youngkin got a majority of the Hispanic vote. That is never supposed to happen. And it is truly a first in the modern era. There were a couple of Democrat congressional districts that were Hispanic, where the majority of the Hispanic vote uh, went for Trump. All of them were on the border or near the border. So they'd felt the effects of unrelenting voter drive going on there by the Democrats. But this has never happened statewide before. The Democrats, i.e. Joy Reid, MSNBC and the MSM, immediately called those voters what they believed him to be national security threats. This is unbelievable. You have to be willing to vocalize that these Republicans are dangerous, that this isn't a party that's just another political party that disagrees with us on tax policy, that at this point, they're dangerous. They're dangerous to our national security because stoking that kind of soft white nationalism eventually leads to the hardcore stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Except one small problem, one little hitch in the narrative. Her name is Winsome Sears. She's black. In fact, she's the first ever black female lieutenant governor to be elected in Virginia. So wait, you're telling me these racist KKK national security threat voters who voted in Yunkin actually also voted in the first black woman to win statewide in that election? Uh-huh. So how did the mainstream media deal with this? Well, they canceled her. Naturally. Can't have anybody knowing that. Yep. ABC and CBS didn't report her win at all. CNN and MSNBC blacked out her victory speech. That would have meant showing her on camera and her very obvious blackness. No can do. That would wreck the narrative. You just can't make this stuff up, folks. Except they do every day and pass it off as news. So aside from the national security threat racist that undermined them in Virginia, what else led to their loss? Almost as a chorus, they said it was because they had not passed the bankrupt America bill. That if they'd just done that, they would have won at the polls. Not so, says a Harvard-Harris poll. In fact, it would have tanked their prospects worse. What? Yep, Harvard-Harris is a liberal polling firm. And they just put out a poll showing Americans overwhelmingly oppose Biden's spending agenda. By like how much? Yeah, 58%. 58%? Yeah. And that's likely voters. That's not a winning combination. In fact, they should be grateful they didn't pass the thing at all. 56% of those polls also said the bill would increase inflation. 44% said it would either decrease it or have no effect. In other words, people are catching on. They're figuring out why their grocery bill goes up just about every time they visit the grocery store. 
Democrats should fall to their knees and thank God this thing didn't pass. But it didn't matter. Even coming out of their disastrous showing, they're still trying to pass the thing. Nancy's still whipping votes for it. And that's the creepiest and most bizarre thing about all of this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Democrats seem unmoved, unchanged, unthreatened, or bothered in any way by the Tuesday showing. Now, the media didn't like it. But look at the Biden administration's response. I've been watching politics for 20 years. And after an election like that, politicians are chastened. They change their tone. They pull back on popular proposals. There's a radical directional change right away. Not so for the Democrats. Do you know what Biden just put out today? His OSHA rule, which amounts to an announcement that you'll be fired for Christmas. That's right. And huge numbers of people will be fired, too. They put the new deadline to be the, for the firing to be the first week of January. This is not how a party worried about its electoral prospects behaves. Firing people for Christmas? Yep, that's the plan. January 4th is the deadline for the firing of the unvaxxed. That's not the federal contractors. That's the private companies with 100 plus employees. And listen to the draconian way this is being implemented. Employers will be inspected randomly by the federal government. Employees encouraged to rat out their employers. $14,000 fines per violation. By the way, that's straight out of France's vaccine passport system. And ultimate fines for repeat or willful violations, as much as $136,000. How do you get one of those? If your employees rat you out to the federal government. In other words, if employers are willfully violating the standard and they receive multiple complaints. This gives liberal members of the party, employees who are down with the branch COVIDian doctrine, an unbelievable amount of power, both over their employers, with their bosses, but also their co-workers. In fact, senior Biden officials told Breitbart that they will focus much of their vaccine mandate enforcement efforts on employers where employees complained about their fellow workers, their vaccine status. The whole thing could throw what's left of the economy into total chaos. Take the transportation company Pacific Union. They just announced they won't be meeting 
the Biden vaccine mandate because they got a problem. Only 44 percent of their workers are vaxxed. The company literally can't operate if that doesn't change. And it's remained unchanged for months. People aren't budging in some of these big and specifically unionized companies. Meanwhile, we've got this from yesterday. Kansas Machinist Union, a district head, Cornell Adams, a former Democrat, says he'll never vote Democrat again after this. He says nearly half of the 10,000 employees at aircraft companies Textron Inc. and Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita, Kansas, have chosen to forego the shot. They're just not going to do it. Folks, you're going to see whole companies shut down. You're going to see parts of the supply line collapse. This on top of what just came out. Labor productivity just took the worst crash in the last 40 years since 1981. Basically, people are at work, but they're not getting stuff done. And why is that? Well, Labor Department just announced that stat this morning. It's pretty horrific. And the theory, at least in their report, is supply lines. The supply lines are down. You're missing this, that, and the other thing. Well, there's nothing to do at work. Or not as much, or not as much to process. And so, well, the whole thing gets gummed up. This, as roughly 8,000 of Boeing's employees have applied for either religious or medical exemptions. That's 6% of their workforce. That'll gum it up, too. Now, keep in mind, the firing deadline, which is now the 1st of January, that first week, is also when vaccine passports will be mandated at the northern border, not the southern border, because that might screw up the voter drive down there. No, the northern border, remember, for truck drivers, which is absolutely bizarre. I mean, truck drivers, you ever see them in a truck? They're alone. I mean, maybe they're with their wife. Maybe it's a team. There's no reason for this unless you just want to bring trade to a halt. You want to absolutely whack the economy. Keep in mind, there's about $650 billion of annual trade with Canada. And we're going to lose about 40,000 truck drivers on the U.S. side, about 20,000 on the Canadian side. It's estimated who don't want the vax. So that'll grind to a halt, too. Again, we're already at the worst productivity numbers in 40 years. Folks, put all this together with what happened Tuesday and try to wrap your minds around it. This vaccine mandate is only the kind of thing you do from a position of very rock solid strength politically. You only do a thing like this if you're wildly popular and it is wildly popular. You're talking about firing people for Christmas Essentially shutting down trade in part with Canada, at least 20% of it, on top of what's already going on with our the container crisis, the ports, the supply lines. You wait less than 48 hours to announce the fines, the new rat system for employer mandate vaccines that's going to broom so many employees out of the workforce. You announce firings for Christmas, folks. This is not a party for whatever reason that has any fear of any consequence at the polls. To do this from a position of weakness is madness. Or it means you have, you suspect you have some other way that you think you're going to seize power. I can't make it make sense. I have never seen a politician, says a group, from either side of the aisle behave like this. 
after the devastating record-breaking blows they've just taken. I mean, shoot, you just lost Hispanics in Virginia. That's never happened before. And they don't seem concerned at all. And what's weird about it, notice this, the silence. Biden is doing or is being made to do all of this. Democrats are not out there selling this vaccine mandate. They're not. Barack Obama has barely said a thing about getting vaccinated. He's made a couple little peeps when he was asked, but that was it. He then spent his entire 60th birthday weekend defying lockdown rules and not social distancing and not wearing a mask and not checking the vaccine status of everyone entering. Folks, they're already pre-distancing themselves from Biden. They're letting him carry this out. This is not their vaccine mandate. This is Biden's because they know it's toxic. Something we have never seen before politically is going on here, which leads me to this absolutely bizarre freak show of an example. And you know what's weird about this? The timing of it. It used to be we'd be going into an election, right? And uh, like like we were uh, this past week. And they'd all be on their best behavior. The Republicans would, the Democrats would. Anything controversial they were going to do, they were going to wait until after the election, right? Well, what story broke in the days before the Tuesday election? $450,000 per illegal immigrant separated at the border under Trump. Now, they were separated at the border under Obama, too. They had to. You don't know if the adult a kid shows up with is their pimp, their pedophile, their child, child sex trafficker, their cartel manager their uncle or their dad it would be irresponsible to lock them in a cage and then send them on their way and obama knew that his administration knew that that's why they didn't do it right so they announced they're going to they're going to offer a settlement basically of four hundred fifty thousand dollars per illegal immigrant separated from family members out to border for a total of about on average a million dollars per family going into an election really and then you lose hispanics Okay, but what's really telling, by the way, 940 families have already filed to collect this and they don't have to pay it. The Biden administration will lie and say they do, but they don't. They don't have to pay it. ACLU sued them. They're just not fighting it in court. They're like, okay, we'll roll over and settle. All right, we'll give our future voters the money. But here's what's so weird. Peter Ducey finally got Biden to comment on this. As you were leaving for your overseas trip, there were reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each, possibly a million dollars per family. Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally? If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage report? Yeah. Okay, so $450,000 $450, per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. Okay. But actually, it is happening. Says who? The ACLU corrected Biden. And in a devastatingly embarrassing way, too. ACLU Executive Director Anthony D. Romero suggested to Fox News when they called him for comment that Biden might be, quote, out of the loop, unquote, quote, President Biden may not have been fully briefed about the actions of his very own Justice Department as it carefully deliberated and considered the crimes committed against thousands of families separated from their children. Romero is literally mocking the guy who could stop the payments and doesn't seem worried about that at all. It's a sign Biden 
He's absolutely not in control of his administration. In fact, listen to the tail end of the conversation with Fox News reporter Peter Ducey. Watch Biden's face if you get a chance to, to, to view it. I think he was just learning about these $450,000 per illegal payments. I think he didn't know. Okay. So $450,000 $450, per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. Okay. I can't prove it, of course, but it sure sounds to me like that's the first he heard of it. That would mean two things. They do this stuff. They don't care about the electoral ramifications and they don't consult Biden. And Biden is so confined to his bizarre little geriatric bubble that he's not keeping up with current events enough to even know what his own administration is doing. That story about the payouts to illegals was actually widely covered by the mainstream media. It's astonishing that Biden didn't know about it. How else do you explain it? Why would he try to lie? But I don't know. But he does compulsively lie. It's, it's a bizarre episode on top of so many other bizarre episodes. Whatever the case, y'all, the Democrats clearly aren't particularly concerned about what you or any of their former voters think. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.